Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working nine to five. Morning, Tallahassee. It's Patty Wilson. It's Scott Coward. Patty's Playhouse. We're back. Again. In uh, the studio. Yeah, we only have a studio little bit B. to go. Like, how many more weeks? One week? I don't. One week till the end of the year, Jeff? Jeff. Jeff. John. What's your name? <laughs> Greg. That's Greg. You are correct, ma'am. Yes. They they all had four letters, so good job. <laughs> I mean, you were we were talking about candy to earlier. There. I'm like, so one sad. week, one week, one, one more week, week to yep. go till the end of the till year, 2022. They won't record. Oh, they, won't, okay. they won't be here over Christmas. Ah, no, and they won't teach me how to use the board. So are we recording twice? Well, we probably could next week. I mean, I got nothing. I need to know all what my the, plans for Christmas. I need to know what to put on my, my calendar. Yeah, with my father. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I have a different life you now. You have a totally different life. A totally a different life. Different Christmas, mm-hmm. consequently. So, how was your week? Busy. Really yeah, busy. Yeah, you had your party. Yes, and went to a party and then had dinner last night. Party-ish. So, I'm partied out. Are I'm you? Ready. I'm re- yeah, I mean, I, I could not be a politician for many reasons. But to have to go to events like that consistently is is not something that and i like to be around people and god knows i could talk to a stop sign but i really don't like it consistently i need like a day or two in between not enough time 
Wow. But I, I had know. fun each and every time. That now, once I went you're there. Somewhere. Yeah, I'm fine. It's just, you know. So my going to a party is I get there early, I sit in my truck, and I talk myself into going in the door. No matter where it is. It's the, so bizarre. Even my party? I know party? it's bizarre. I sat out in the truck. Really? For a few minutes until other people got there. Yourself? I just, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. I just have to, like, center myself and get, calm you down. You have to get ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have that problem. But. And then I, like, snap to it and go, and I'm patty. Right, and so... I, I had a party on Friday night, and then on Saturday morning, I had to pick up my husband who was having his vehicle serviced. And not only did I end up buying a new car, he bought one too. <laughs> who does that? Two new Beamers. I got to see it. I haven't seen it yet. So, what'd you get? Which takes uh, an, get an X. It's an, yeah, an X6. Oh, X6, the, nice. It, but the the beauty of it is that, you know, I even when you talk about buying cars, like I can't stand it. Like the process. <laughs> I, it just literally makes my skin crawl. So ha- having to have sat there for eight hours. Well, you have to drive them, and you have to talk about it, and then you know, it's just a lot. And of then work. we had an event. Then after we had that. an event after that, which actually I did get my energy back. Thank God there wasn't a lot of time in between there because I would not have gone, but I really wanted to go, and so that was that was fun. And then I did have Sunday off. Congrats That's on good. the two cars. Yeah. That was, it's a lot, though. It's a they lot don't. To take I think on. dealerships are starting to realize how challenging it is to sit there. I mean, it's, you know, we sell homes, and lots of them. I, it seems easier, if you ask me. It is. Well, it is, except you can't close in two hours. I mean, that's where the difference is with a bank and right. a car. So it just was a. But I'm glad it's over, and I got a car, and all is well. You had a nice car. All is yeah. Well, you haven't seen it yet. Mm-mm. But I looked it up. Oh, okay. I want to know. I don't know enough about BMWs to spit at. So, well, I, I didn't want an X5, which is like an SUV, and there are no X7s whatsoever, which is what I have. You been can't find for. those anywhere. You can't, and so I want. I've been on a waiting list for about eight months, and it was going to be roughly another year. Wow! So I never really thought about the X6 because it's a car slash SUV. I like the look of it, but was questioning but now that it's got the hatchback and what i mean it's always had the hatchback but when i recognized because i gave it a look um i was like oh, that'll fit your life yeah style. i was like okay i could do this but i x5 was not for me at all it's just too small and i didn't like the inside you know a car has to has like to, a house it has to you, it has you have, to fit you ha- right you have to feel and i knew the moment i sat in that x6 because i never even considered That's why it. i was, with I was my like Ram. i was like okay done <laughs> No. <laughs> Did they make you sit in it all day the way it made me sit no, in the Ram? No, but, you know, Jeff had to go and test and touch and fiddle where I'm kind of easy breezy when it comes to that because mm. I don't like the idea of having to do all that. So, anyways, enough about my Saturday, which was Your week. Me. Yeah, we yeah. So I got to see you outside. And then last night we had the radio station little soiree at that? World of Beer. It was nice. It really was. Good. Saw Jim McNeil. I saw people I don't get to see all the time. Good. So Jim McNeil has a sports show. So I got to see him. Jeff Cameron came. Um, Greg, of course. Radio John was there. So it was nice. It was nice to see everyone. Good. Glad. Was it busy? No, it was quiet. It was just a quiet day at World Beer. Oh, Travis just... was there. McGillivray. It was nice. How, how is, how is Travis? He, I hope they can talk him into coming back. I don't know. But he's still funny. I, I always thought he's still he still small. Was. <laughs> I mean, 
He's swinging a golf club really well. Yeah, he he's was, really swinging. So the golf they were club at World of Beer and they have that golf suite, so you could watch. Yeah, I can't relate. Like play. Uh, my, I'm like, do you have croquet? Because I'm good at that. I love croquet. Like, the ball Admin, doesn't leave the ground. The crown, if we could just like get it. a Wii like that has just tennis, I would like that. Well, it's got. Uh, how about uh, carnival games? Yeah, they have carnival we can knock they down have the dodge bottles. Ball. Dodgeball. Interesting. I like dodgeball. Hockey. But there's really no dodgeball unless you hear the snap. Yeah. Well, snap of someone's kneecap with the yeah, dodgeball. Yeah, like I want like you, you need the I want, sound effects. And I actually want to hit somebody. <laughs> I love so, dodgeball. Yeah, I did too. That was one of my I favorite. I love this. I mean, the whole thing. I the can whole smell idea the ball. That's <laughs> that bad rubber. I love it. <laughs> I love it. She said that. <laughs> I, love, I love kickball and I love dodgeball. I love kickball too. Love dodgeball. We should have a kickball team. Y'all should join my kickball league. Wait, you have, you a, have kick- a kickball? <laughs> well, I started a kickball league, yeah. Oh, that's what, yeah. with the like Eldridge's, yeah. The yeah. Eldridge's, we started a kickball Somebody, league. They, have, will, they give I a lot play. of money to charity. Yeah, we've I given over. I'm good at kickball. I'll ref. Probably, probably. <laughs> I'm good at kickball. <laughs> you are good? I am. Yeah. Like, like, I'm thinner now. I should be able Where to people play. wouldn't think I could dance, and I say I can dance. You and then can you see dance. I can dance. You I actually dance. am very athletic and can play Kickball league's Kickball league's a big thing. We've given over a quarter million dollars to charity. Yeah, they've given a ton of money to charity. Well, count me in. I want to play. And I will go watch. And I'll think. Of I don't have an Achilles, so it's harder for me. But and I, I'm not going. I'm not going to play. Why? Not? I'm Why? retired. I, there was one. They retired in Jersey. Was I was no. I used to be really good. <laughs> and then there incident. was. Yeah, there was a certain incident. I was running. I kicked the ball normal as I normally do, and it's fast pitch. It's really tough to kick the ball. And I was running towards first base, and I looked down, and I wasn't going as fast as I used to be, and I got old. Did right you, then. Did you miss it? You just realized out? No, that? no. I just, my speed was completely gone. Wow. I mean, it happened like between one game and another. And I was like, okay, I got to. Wow. I'm done. This is my last season. I retired. So are you now just the coach? No, I don't. Do, I, I'm completely done. I completely retired. I haven't even been to a, a game in two years. So oh. who, who do I need to contact? Eldridge's. Yeah, okay. Eldridge's. Yeah. It's a good yeah. thing I know. Stephanie that. and Chris. Yeah, yeah we know. Tallahassee Kickball Association on the Facebook. All right. Mm. There you have it. Yeah, they've given thousands and thousands like every almost season. A, yeah, almost a quarter million dollars. I've never heard of fast pitch kickball. It's just, I'll send you some links. Your shins are going to. It's it's insane because these are college kids that can throw a ball 50, 60 miles per hour. Oh, nice. Yeah, with curve and bouncing. That's cool. That's not I want to go watch. Yeah, but there's, we had like 350 kids or people, you know, ages from 21 to 65. You know, playing every every year, three seasons a year. Well, who knew? Mm. Yeah. Not me, but now I do. Now so you do, had, and knowing is half the battle. That, we've had a fun week. Overall, it's been very fun, so it's been nice. It has. Business is good. We have homes to sell, getting them ready. Well, we have we, every home that we get ready is sold. <laughs> so it's been very fast. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been very, it's very It's been fast. a good year. It has been a great year. We have year. to talk about like changing the show up a little bit for next year. I don't know how, but we need to... I don't know. Just, I thought about it before, and then I changed my mind because I get scared. But I'm not really changed scared now. Changed your mind about trying changing it up. I just think we should change it up. Either go back to drinking, or I don't know. There's we have a to number of things out. we could do. There's we have to discuss. We have to kibbutz. We'll have to go back there with the sauce box and figure out things. <laughs> That's where we first met. That's correct. To do the show was Over at the, the sauce, sauce box. box. Right. It's been a long time. It feels like it's even longer because Angus isn't here anymore, but. We've had a lot of shows. I mean, you know, like 200 There's a lot of people who have come and gone, and we're still here. I know. There's other show hosts that have come and gone, who, and we're still who, here. Who would have known? 
I would never. Who would have thought? I wouldn't have. Yeah, y'all the, y'all the old folks of the station. We are. Yeah. No, Jim McNeil is older. Oh, uh, yeah. He, yeah. Jim he, McNeil. Terry Madigan. John Reed. Yeah. They're all older. I mean, literally and figuratively. I didn't even know Terry Madigan had a show. He doesn't, but he's on. He's like, on he's my on, show twice oh, okay. a week. Yeah. Right. But I'm talking about like individual hosts. Like Jim McNeil's had his show for a very long time. Yeah. Didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. It's a sports. Yeah, Terry. He and Angus. I, oh, that's He right. and Angus would sports. talk about it. Yeah, no. Terry was on since the first morning show. Oh, was he? Since wow. back in the day. WVFT, the wow. voice of freedom. Is that <laughs> That's funny. So we're going to talk about uh, appraisal fees, commission, and what is the other thing I said? I don't know. Appraisal interest rates. I like the song, though. Maybe Ralph. Ralph sings, sings it. it. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 8560098 Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson and Scott Coward. We're in Patty's Playhouse. So I wanted to talk about interest rates because the Federal Reserve just came out today, Wednesday, to unanimously vote to raise the rates this coming year. I We don't know when, but it's going to happen. It has to because of inflation. So they have to slower, they have to slow the amount of money in the system. And that's one of the stop blocks that the Federal Reserve can do. It's like moving the Titanic, right? It's very hard it to really move it is. quickly. So they have to be as progressive as possible. So if you're a fence sitter, all you cool cats and kittens, you mm. might want to think, well, I'm going to wait till the prices drop out that's of the real ha- estate market. That's not happening. But your rates are going to go up. So you're actually going to pay more. Yeah. The, the, Do the, the math. New, and new construction can't go down. Therefore, it's comparable, which is resales, is going to be commensurate mm-hmm. with the movement of that. So if you're waiting for that to drop, we're not in that bubble that everybody experienced back in you know, 2008. So if you're waiting for the interest rates to, if the interest rates rise and then you're like, okay, I'm going to wait it out until all the prices fall, it just, it's not happening. No. So you better get it's in. It's really a quick conversation. It really If is you're thinking of quick. buying a home and you think the prices will drop drastically in the next three months, they won't. They will not. Because they're going to, they're going to hold that up. Correct. I, I don't know how they can't. I mean, really, it's truly. not going to happen. You got labor and you've labor and material, which you can't find labor. And, and you can't ma- find material. It, it, right. So it's not, it can't. And new construction, quite frankly, most are these planned developments in today's world. And they're never going to sell it less than what the last person paid for it. Because it affects the appraised They'll value. They'll give of credits. Every, correct. They'll give credits right, rather than lower the price. But it's not going to change the price. Nope. So if you're Once waiting, if you're that, waiting for that, it is going to be a long wait. And they already own the lot. Correct. And they own the materials, correct. so they're not going to lower the price for you. It's not happening. Just because you watched some Time magazine or read some it's article, not it's not happening. Yeah. But rates will go up slowly, progressively, for several periods. And then it's a unanimous vote, people. It will be happening. I had a conversation because I'm writing a contract on one in Fletcher Oaks, which, again, same situation. They're finally 
going to get some permitting at the beginning of the year. So locking into something at that point, knowing that half the development is still not even developed. So just like when people thought that they were getting in at X and then X changes to Y and Y changes to Z, you're still getting in. And the sooner your house is built, the more equity you're going to build in your home because those rates, I mean, those prices are only going to increase. The only way to beat inflation is to buy yesterday and do it in bulk. There's no way to beat it. Correct. All these people watching all these TV shows think that they can beat the market. I wish to God. But I've been telling people, you've been telling people separately, rates are going up. Yep. Inventory's not going up. What are you going to do? We're in Florida. There's masses of people trying to get in these states from the blue states. I think a lot of people are not recognizing that aspect of the demand in this state. They're not. Yep. And Tallahassee is a lot of people don't see it as Florida, if you will, because of its proximity to Georgia, Alabama, et cetera. But Mm. the reality is it's anywhere in Florida. You're still in Florida. So we're a large, you can in, still conduct a large influx mm-hmm. of people coming in. To, and then, you know, this Amazon thing. Come, I mean, it's just. How many people are they hiring? Uh, Tish, how many people? Are, how many people are they supposed to be hiring for that Amazon place? Twelve hundred. So it's twelve hundred people that we really don't have for labor, according to the labor oh, to statistics. No, oh, just to, to, work to work there. there? Yeah, so yeah. they have to live. They're going to be bringing some people Correct. in from out of state. They have to live somewhere. They're Correct. building one apartment complex. Right next to it. Yeah. Yep. But it's going to be astronomically expensive. Like every other apartment complex in town. And they're not going to, you know, there was a thing before the, the legislature for this session coming up in the spring talking about um, holding the rents, you know, control rent, rent control, basically like new, it, this isn't the kind of state for that. No. Nope. So there's like two Democratic senators who want rent control. That's not happening right now. The demand is just too high. Correct. And it's legitimately high because people are moving in. Yes. From out of state. And they have like California money. They have Vegas money. They have all those New states. England money. New England money. New York They have money. a lot of cash because they're selling those houses. Correct. They have a lot of cash. And they're like, I just sold my house for 700000 It was tw- literally. We have a guy moving as a tenant. Um. I don't manage the property, but I found that the tenant, he's selling his 1,200-square-foot home for $700,000 in one of those New England states to come here and pay 1800 in rent. And he said, I'll do it all day. I don't take care of it. I mean, it's the, the house I sold in Ponte Vedra. They were coming from, you know, Boston, New England. Mm-hmm. So a million, three, a million, four Was is nothing. nothing. Because, Everything is three, right, four million. Right. So it's all relative. And that's going to drive up the prices. Exactly. So for those of you who are out there waiting for the drop, it it just is, it's not part of what I see happening. Of course, that's just my opinion. That's what I see too. So things are, things are, and if you are. Please, 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 please think about, you cannot beat the market. I mean, we're talking about a $200,000 house right now is about $1,200 a month. They raised that rate, same two hundred thousand dollar house, to the four percent is now is seven fourteen hundred a month. Yeah, a little bit more than that. So you're like, so a lot average. I'm rounding. I'm using the factor of six and seven. So it's two hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's big. 
It's still cheaper than rent. For sure. No doubt. And no, you're not going to get the perfect house of your dreams. Stop watching Joanna Games. Well, not for that amount you're of You're not getting it. It just... Every, I mean, you either want new construction or you're willing to deal with something that is might still, need some work. That's still adequate. But you're and fixing still, your costs, right? But which is you, what my my whole thing is. And it really depends on where you want to be as well. Like mm-hmm. I, I I like older homes and I wanted to be in a certain area, so that's what I did. But I know that people. God, what's your neighborhood every, now? Six hundred thousand. Easy, like easy on a on a bad day. Blows the mind. And that was literally just a year and a half ago. And I read, you know, maybe. we have these Facebook groups, and this one poor guy is like, I'm being pushed out of Florida just because of the cost of living. Well, you'll be able to go to New Jersey soon. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, there's nobody to pay the taxes up there. They're Correct. all leaving. A, a so lot. I just wanted to bring that to people's attention that the Federal Reserve, which controls their banking, if you're looking to sell, if you're looking to sell and retire in like Tennessee or Mississippi, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Or buy a home with us. Well, I'm just saying, if you're looking to buy, now is also the time. Mm-hmm. But for those people who, who are want to go fifth, out to I the mean, you're, country, you're, but you're not selling your three hundred thousand dollar home and buying another three and buying two hundred thousand dollar home in this town. There's a lot of people who think. I could sell it for all this money, but there's nothing. Where are you going to move to? Yeah, there's nothing equitable. So if you're actually, you know, moving out of state or moving up or whatever mm-hmm. the situation is, it's a it's a perfect time. I mean, there's just not any change except for good change if you're mm-hmm. selling and if you're buying. Now would be the time to do so. And do the math. I mean, you can get those little ma- uh, interest yeah. rate calculators that show you, well, if I wait, and I'm trying to like, Google I'm it. trying There's to like judge. There's like 8 million of the apps. And, yeah, and you're trying to judge Jerome Powell's timing. Yeah. Good luck, first of all, because they're, they're not going to tell you two weeks before. They're going to tell you the day they do it. Yeah, for sure. So you have to figure out when those meetings are and then buy from there, but you're going to have to lock in. Yeah. You might have to get an extended lock. So ask the lenders that you prefer to work with. How long is the lock? Yeah, it would be worth it because typically if you buy the extension on the lock, which typically gives you anywhere between two and four weeks for like four or five hundred dollars. I don't know if it's changed recently, but it'd be well worth it if your if your increase is going to be, in your example, two hundred mm-hmm. a month. I mean five hundred versus twenty four hundred a year. I think I'll do that. So um, and it's know your lender, running. ask questions. Running. It's really because those Southwood rentals, it's that century park or whatever it's yeah. called they're like 1800 a month for a two-bedroom it's insane it's yeah. crazy it's just town insane. and they're brand new you know well yeah you get to throw walk them up, up four flights of stairs to get there no thanks and they'll walk and shower no thanks so if you want to walk and shower you're not getting one in a rental no well not in an apartment Mm-mm. rental for sure no nope. so i want to talk about that so we did that i wanted to talk about appraisal fees so what brings this up well what's, what's happening there's a closing in the office today yes Congratulations to Amaris on his closing. Good. And I said, How did it go with your lender? And he said he charged us eight fifty for an appraisal. Wow. And I said, This is a good topic again. I said, Do you know? And I, I think I've told him before, but the appraiser doesn't make eight hundred and fifty dollars on that fee. Yeah. The appraiser makes three hundred to four hundred, say. Right. And he's like, Oh. So Wow. So typically they go through a consortium, but yeah. then they probably a still do, company. but they're just taking the additional. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're we'll talk about it. Yep. We're going to talk about appraisal fees. 850-656-0009. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse with Scott Coward. <laughs> it was a Christmas.
Welcome back. We're back. We were talking about interest rates. And we were talking about appraisal fees right at the end. So appraisal fees, it's a fee paid for the appraisal, right? It's a service and you get a report. The buyer has the privilege of paying, but they don't own the report. And nor do they get to choose. And nor the do they get to choose because it has to be completely blind. It has Correct. to be a blind system. So the buyer pays. Right. Here's a check for $800. And I don't own the appraisal. I can't ask questions about the appraisal. The bank has to give the appraiser written permission to discuss with you anything about the appraisal. Wow. The the appraiser most likely will get half of that fee, like $400 of the $800. But that's a lot of money. But they would get $400 if they were... Whether, if it was a $600 fee, they're still, still get, getting $400. Right. So in this case, they're paying double... It's a lot. They're paying double what... Correct. They it's a lot. Would. And what I found out, which I don't know if the numbers are completely true, there used to be like 50,000 appraisers in the state of Florida, and now that's like 4,500. So that fee will go up, but the appraiser is not getting that money. So there is nothing wrong that I know of with a buyer saying, I'm not, no. How much How much are you charging? So if I'm, if I'm getting a lower rate than another bank, but you're charging me $800 for the bank fee for the appraisal, then it's the same. right? I mean, it's all the fees when you're shopping a lender. It's not just that fee. It's all the fees. Well, we were somewhat talking about the same topic a few weeks ago with regards to Zillow, that when you're looking at a fee versus a commission-based mm-hmm. system that you think, well, they're only charging me 1%, but all of your fees add up to like 7%. 10%. And yet, if you were hiring a realtor, which is typically 6%, you're paying more and you just don't know it. Right. It just, it's silly to me. It's but, that treating but, people honestly and fairly right. is a problem when you're not, you're disclosing that that fee is $800, but you're not disclosing how, and they, they're not required to disclose. How much is the appraiser getting? And the appraiser, so I go to the property and I'm going to appraise your home. I can't tell you how much I'm making. I'm not allowed hmm. to tell you the truth. Right. It's interesting. So ask your bank, how much is the appraiser actually getting? They won't tell you. They will not tell you. They're going to tell you it's up to the management company. But they know. Because most of the management companies are owned by the banks. Well, Even though they're not supposed to be, but they're separate entities. You know how that works. Yeah. The umbrella. Right. So just consumer awareness. Yeah. If you think I'm going to Rocket Mortgage because Rocket Mortgage gives me a great rate, what are the fees? Know your fees. Right. As a realtor, I have to disclose. They should have to disclose. As an appraiser, I'm not allowed to disclose without written permission from the bank. So stop being so hard on your appraisers. He's not, and I mean he because the majority are still men. Right. He is not allowed to tell you. He's not allowed to talk with you about the appraisal. He's not allowed to do anything with that appraisal. I mean, the number of complaints we get on that alone at Access Appraisal Group, is, it's, it's all week. All week. Can't talk. Why not? I paid for it. Talk to your legislator. Talk yeah. to your state senate. Talk to your state house. That's just crazy to me. That's ex- Here's just, the statute. I've, I just never have heard of an $850. I mean, I have on commercial property, which is even more than that, but not on 
I not on residential. I was really surprised it was that high. That's, I mean, and two because they bought two with wow. the same bank. I was like, man, hmm. be the last two you buy with them, right? Because you feel like you're getting skunked. For sure, you feel like you were taken advantage of. Nobody wants that. No, no one would. It's a bank. Any bank can do the loan. That's not the challenge. I mean, they had great credit. They had all that. But if you're going to tack on these junk fees like we talk about. Right. Like when you're buying a car, it's the undercoating. Right. Non-undercoating. Well, they've already undercoated it. So just tell me you're not paying for it. Well, I mean, recently, as Jeff was looking at a car for a son who was coming over from uh, South Korea, they were, I can't remember if it was Hyundai or Kia or one of the dealerships mm-hmm. he went to, but they were tacking on a fee of $3,000 because you couldn't find cars. I forget how they labeled it. I mean, it was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. Mm. I go, that would tell me right there, I will never buy one of those vehicles. It is ridiculous. But some of it, like my son just bought a fifth wheel and he went to Camping World right. and he went to a private guy. Camping World had an eight, and Alex is very analytical. So Camping World had an $1,800 tack on fee. And he went to the other guy, and it was like it's like was one ninety five, a hundred and ninety five dollars to teach you about your fifth wheel. Right. So where do you think he bought it? it cleared the hundred ninety five. Yeah, the hundred ninety five. Yeah, well, it was yeah. the same fifth wheel. Yeah. But you know, but he did his research. Good for him. For sure. But they were, and then he asked him about it, and they were like, oh, we have to charge it because of the state. And he's like, I just was here. No, you don't have to charge it. Yeah. Stop lying and making stuff up. Or just be okay not selling what yeah. it is that Talk you're trying to, to sell. Talk to your lender and have a question. And they're probably going to be put off because some lenders are good at answering questions, but that's when you know you have the right lender or not. Let them explain it. Why am I being charged this, and how much is the appraiser actually getting? It should not be blind. You should know. For sure. And a lot of people are good about knowing what specific fees that they're paying. And, I mean, they get, they do research and mm-hmm. have really done well with And so much their... of this is public now. It's not like it used to be. No, Even sure. five years ago. For sure. There's so many more opportunities to learn about the fees and what they're really for. Right. But at the end of the day, it doesn't mean that you'll do better or worse if they're all doing it. It just means you should still be knowledgeable. Correct. And numbers are, can be a challenge. They're a challenge for me until someone sits down and explains it to me. So if you have any questions, I'm happy. Other than lending, true lending practices, we can explain what those are. Yeah. So 850-656-0009. Be fun. Then, then what else do we have? I was going to talk about commissions Ooh. and how commissions get paid. Because it's a big thing before the Department of Justice right now and a National Association of Realtors have gotten into it. They had an agreement about how commissions were going to be disclosed. And then the administration changed and the DOJ withdrew their agreement against National Association of Realtors, which I found humorous myself, Um, not being a fan of the National Association of Realtors. But so they withdrew that DOJ and now we don't know what's going to happen. But commissions are paid through the brokers. So. and a lot of people at home probably don't Mm-mm. know, but so we don't get if if we're on a buy side, we don't get the listing agreement, so we don't know. We don't know what the other side. We have is. no idea what they have agreed to. All we know is what is put in MLS, which is the multiple listing service that tells us what the commission is on the buy side. Right. So the commission which is paid for by the seller on but, the listing agreement. So right. it's a separate contract from 
the purchase contract. Correct. So right. I engage Mr. Seller, and Mr. Seller says, I'm willing to pay you 6% or 6% Whatever. of bananas. We'll right. call it bananas because people don't like when I say commission. So 6% of bananas for mm-hmm. the purchase price of this home. We'll get bananas instead of dollars or doggy or whatever it is. And so that agreement is separate. Because so it can't be in line. I can't bait you as Mr. Seller Correct. and say, I'll I'll get this commission if I get this house at blank blank. Like it has to be a separate agreement because it, you don't want to screw the seller and the seller can't screw the broker. So it's all lined out. The state has a form. It's all boilerplate done. You fill in the blanks, call it a day. Then... I'm the listing agent, so we're going to go sell you a house, Mr. Scott. Mr. Scott, I'm going to sell your house. I have an offer for you. The offer comes in low, and you may say, great, I'll do this for a lower commission. And I'll say, well, we already have this agreement. I can't really do that, but we don't have any other offers, so I might consider it, but I have to talk to that person right? because I have to advertise that commission, and that I have to follow through with that. So I cannot say, Mr buyer agent, I'm going to now lower arbitrarily 2% from two and a half or 3% to get you this deal. I can't do that. I have to, I have to go and ask the broker, the buyer agent broker for permission to lower the commission. And then it all has to be in writing. But people don't realize that. Which makes sense. Yeah. Because it's a separate agreement and the seller's bound to it and the broker's bound to it. And because I put it in the multi-list service, It'll have commission, and that's what they want everyone to know. They want, in the part of this DOJ uh, filing, is that they want everyone to know how much that commission is. And I think that part got approved by National Association of Realtors. And I, I don't know when it starts, but it will be in advertising. The buyer side gets 2.5% or 3% or 1%, whatever it is, which I'm happy for. Yeah, I mean, no issue with that. And no, I think in the end, if we disclose everything, we're all better off. And it really doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. I think most most people are aware. Uh, and I think some, you know, even though the seller pays the mm-hmm. commission because that's what's in the listing agreement, mm-hmm. regardless of how it's split, I think most buyers don't understand that. So you're, they're not paying for the commission. Um, so that's important to know. And then it's just important to know what that percentage looks like for everybody so that everybody is good with and, where you end up. And the realtors can't arbitrarily change their no. commission. They have to go to the broker and request it. Absolutely. So this is Steve Perry. I forgot all about him. From Journey. I remember. He is the original voice. Mm-hmm. He's the, he was the third lead singer of Journey. I don't care. <laughs> Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850 Stick with us. We have one segment to go. Daylight is fading, turn on the lights. I'm drinking daily. Welcome back, it's Patty and Scott. 850 You can find us on Facebook as Patty and Scott. Isn't that clever? How clever. So simple. Or the Black and White or the Brokerage. Or Style and Soul. Yeah, we have a Facebook group called Living Tallahassee, which if you're new to town, we ask you to join. We have uh, 10 5, I think it's 10,500 people now. Mm-hmm. Wow. A lot of I information know. out there. Oh, it's hilarious. I was asking about uh, the crab places. 
I was like, serious question. I don't understand this. All these crap places, like, can this town support it? And it was like immediately. No. Ha, ha, ha. It's like 120 comments it's, about, you know, if we can survive the mattress implosion of 2019, right? we can survive crabs. Is that what they were talking about on over by they're, Lake Ello? They're everywhere. They're tearing down the old time, New Times Buffet, like what's going in. And yeah, said, the crab place is there. Is that another crab place? The wilderness is there. Then oh I guess God. they're moving by the one on Zingales. They're moving there's that one. There's one on Appalachian Parkway yeah. on, in Magnolia. And then there's the one where that Arapana was. And there is one that they just built. I think it's the old mill or that whatever yeah. that place was. The wilderness. The wilderness. They painted it gray. Wait, you're oh, talking gross. about the one in Capital City. Yeah, Capital Circle South, right, Northeast. Right, Capital Circle. I'm talking about one the one on right Arapana. here in Monroe. Oh, I don't know. And then that was the, the and, same brand, right? But then there's the Wild Cajun, which is also. Oh, one. I mean, I didn't know that. And then there's um, Arapana that keeps closing. Like that was a little that place. That place never has made. Is that a crab place already? It is now. It's crabs to go or something. Well, I made it up. The sign is like as big as my phone. It's like this big. You can't see it from the and street. And the place on South Monroe. I mean, if you got to get crabs Orange. to go, it should be small. It's that's uh, that's on campus. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the place on South and Row by Orange. Should you mention that place? No. Leona's Crab Shack or something? There's another one. How long has that been there? It's been there a long does, What is it? She like, d- like, she does more do than crabs. Do you all really eat though, that right? many crabs? Like, is I, that a... Th- I, I, I never been to I one. like crab cake. I'm not working too. for I'm my not, food. Mm-mm. For real. I'm not touching all that. I'm not going in that phone. I just, don't. I just don't. People say it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing for you all to do, and then put it in a little patty with some mayo and some breadcrumbs. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I don't. It's, I pay for the. Mm, it's no. like but ha- I love crab meat, but it's like having wings. I'm not doing that either, not unless they're boneless. <laughs> Which is a nugget. Yes, agreed. A boneless wing is a nugget. Agreed. Uh huh. Yes. Oh. But you can't get them steamed, by the way. <laughs> I I know. I mean, not be- not for any reason other than I happened to be in line one day for oh, that's funny I so think, i think that's why they're exploding because now you can get hot food has to be mm-hmm. oh you can it changed mm-hmm. oh who knew the yeah. crab shack owners right <laughs> apparently <laughs> so we do have one home that hopefully will come up january you're working on it right yes 7733 holsteiner lane yes it's up off of how is it picks it Pisca Church. Pisca Church. Yes. And Proctor, that area. Mm-hmm. Out, it's, Off of Banner. It's nice. Like, it's super nice. Anyway, it's a 4 3, 3,200 square feet. Great floor plan. 3,255, two and a half acres. It really is a nice. It has Great a really beautiful. Plan. I love their kitchen, which I ooh and ah over. Um, but it's a really beautiful, great room. And it has an office. Yes. And it has a living room. So it's nice. And the master's huge. Yes. The master bath is huge it has a really nice screen porch it's got a great laundry room too it really does have a nice laundry. i mean it there's it, it, i like the entrance from the garage it doesn't come directly into the house it comes into like a holding zone yeah there's like a drop area but nice. just large right. it's not small it's not like your standard like craftsman long yeah. home drop area i just thought it was well built home and the garage is huge too. it is I, I, it has a lot I of really storage like closets the layout of that home so that'll be coming up People are calling about it. It's probably second or third week. And they're saying, well, that's a really long coming soon. And to be able to talk about it on the radio or amongst our, anyone, I have to have it in coming soon. So that's why we do it. Well, and see, I don't understand the complaints of that, although I've heard them. Too. Well, they, I didn't, wasn't a 
complaint. They no, were just I've heard asking. complaints. Yeah. I've heard complaints. Oh, people so, complain that we yeah, do it that like, way? Yeah, like, why would you do it that far in advance? So you, you don't win. Because I have to stay legal. I don't, right, but at the same time, if you are looking for a million-dollar home, when you want to know that, if I could wait a month, that I would wait that month to see if this made sense for me. I mean, that to me makes sense from a buyer's perspective. Why wouldn't you want to know that? I can't even think about it from that perspective. I have to think about the statute and the rules. And, I get all that. I, yeah. I, and I know that it has to be 15 days, and so it goes on, and then we have to put it back on. And yeah. I, I get how it all works, but I'm just saying, the why would you... Com, complaints not only from realtors, I've heard, but also from those that are looking at homes. Like, why would you do it so far in advance? Because what you want to... Like, knowledge is power, so why would that be problematic? Oh, you can call and ask. I mean, we just don't show them right, right. now. I would just want people to know, so I don't mm -hmm. see the issue in it. I don't. I don't see the issue. If you don't want to wait. Either. Don't wait. But at, at least you know. If you can't wait, don't wait. But right. But at I, least you know. But regulatorily, yes. I don't even that's a word. That is. I have to do it. Yeah. You have to do it. Scott has to do it. I have to do it. Kim has to do it. Anybody, when time like we have a listing, we have to do it coming soon. And and then it's great. So say it on the listing side. It's not necessarily great for the buyer because we're not letting anyone in. But on the listing side, it's great because you can test the price. Yes. You can see how much demand there is on a home without really affecting your days on market. Correct. So and you might offer, strategy And I'm not only talking about price from the perspective of being too high. You might find out it's too low. Mm -hmm. I mean, the amount of calls that are that are coming in. But you know, Which you has and you, I know, but you and I always say, you know, it's just an asking price. So you offer you offer what you believe that you should offer to get a home, knowing that hopefully you have a realtor that can guide you accordingly. If you don't call us, but it is helpful to judge certain criteria of the home and price being one of them for sure. I'm not allowed to list for a dollar anymore. So right. because of that, sometimes we'll list and just test it. Do we get calls? Is there a demand at this price? Right. And then we can go back to the seller and say, Mr. Seller, it's been listed for 100000 for two weeks. I haven't gotten a call. So they think it's junk by the look, the condition, whatever. Or it, the price is weird. But I, I and we would, have to fix it. I would encourage realtors and buyers to understand that it is just a test and it's just a number at first. I've also heard the comments of, well, you had it listed for you know, two dollars. You're now asking five. Okay, it's just a, we're just testing here. Well, nothing. It's a coming soon, mm -hmm. but unfortunately, coming soon it memorializes it, and I don't like that about our system. I think it should go away and not be as part of it. As soon as you list, right? It. Because it looks like an increase when in fact it's really not. The coming soon allows you to test and tell people. So shouldn't we also get the ability to recalibrate and start where we want to? I don't understand. It shouldn't memorialize Why well, raising a price freaks everyone out. It does. Because it freaks I don't them know out. why. This is fascinating. It, because it that freaks them out. Me. Who cares? But, offer what you're going to offer. That's I had but that, that conversation the But that doesn't mean the, the seller can't. So it goes back to this house in Golden Pheasant years and years ago. <laughs> and I thought it was so smart. I, I had the buyers. And, and we actually got the contract. So it was great in the end. But... We offered coming soon, and they raised the price. They're like, it, it, she said, it was before the coming soon rules were out. Right. And it was listed, say, at 300 Okay. And we made an offer, and he's like, nope, I want more. And I was like, mm. I mean, my buyer didn't like it. I was like, but I was impressed. But 
But own your own your product. Like own own your product. This is your product, Mr. Seller. I don't own the home. I can only guide you to price. Own your product. If you think it's worth more, stick the guy with paid it. more. Stick with the it. The guy loved the house. It was one of a kind. And right. it was a cool house. It was like that a Palm Beach Conley. Yeah. You know, when you walk in the front yeah. door and the pool's there, yeah. it's not it was very cool. I like homes like that. It was a very cool house. And it's the only one. It's, it wasn't like you could go down the street and buy one. But, but and it appraised. But, it but it's but people correlate it to I'll, I'll call it a shirt, like a dealer's. But it was it was a hundred dollars. Today it's 125, but why? Because we because said it's so. 125. They do it with new construction and people which are still is what buying. We talked about in the first well, segment. Yeah, new construction. You don't know what price you're getting uh, right at now. At this point, new construction, you can't even lock into a price because they are they are cha- they are if there are increases in the price of the product because they don't know that labor will stay the same price and they don't know that materials will stay the same price. So they will only lock you in at the point to which drywall is up. Once the drywall goes up, the price cannot change. But any modification, I, I can't up blame to that them. Point, no, because I mean, I don't know COVID, how these homes are going to appraise COVID, though. COVID has you know taught many people. But many isn't lessons. that funny how you raise the price five thousand dollars and every it's, agent in the Tallahassee Board of Realtors I, I, loses. Their mind. Our last two that we put up, we one, raised them. One, it was, well, we raised them. It was like, well, what did you do? What, like, why? What you do you ra- mean? What did I, I do? I, I, I raised the price. That's what the owner has requested. Therefore, that's what it. Like, don't. I'm just the messenger. Well, how do you know it'll raise? I don't. Because I do. I, well, you, you <laughs> don't. I know what it will raise. But if they're asking me, you know, how do you know? You never know. I mean, the reality is, you pay what you think it's worth. Is that's this our last I, song that you changed arbitrarily without permission? Cool beans. Hey, <laughs> I'm just kidding here. It's Patty Wilson. It's Scott Coward at Patty's we'll Playhouse. Enjoy your weekend. It's House Talk with a happy ending. Go do some shopping each and every time. 850 Have fun. Christmas. And when you walk down the street.